Welcome back to another week. Men who play rugby are an immediate smash. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to start straight out of the gate, guys. You want the main thought in my head? That is it. <laughs> I'm a slut for a thick neck. It's the only thought in that brain today. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> How oh, are you? My pants are undone. It doesn't matter. You can't see it. I feel like I'm on the brink of a mental breakdown. Are you? Okay. Let's discuss. <laughs> <laughs> no, I checked. It's because my period's coming this week, just in case the entire world wanted to know. Are you just feeling out of sorts? Yeah, I feel mm. out of sorts. Mm. I feel like I, everything is annoying me. Yeah. I want to fight <laughs> everything and everyone. Yeah, mood. And like, I just want to live in a cave and not, never see the light of day. Are you going to die? But mm. that will pass. So we just have to soldier on. Give it a couple of days. Yeah, give it a couple of days. We'll be back back to how we need to be. Which is very much the same, just on a smaller scale. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more tolerant yeah. than normally. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the tolerance that I do have, mm. gone. What did you have for lunch today? I had a breakfast sandwich thing with halloumi and hash brown. It was really good, actually. But I ordered a drink. Mm. I ordered a raspberry ripe, which is effectively like the boost juice one. Do you think they brought it out to me? You're no, joking. I didn't pay for it, obviously. And I didn't want to be like, I didn't want to make a song and dance about it and be like, um, I ordered a drink. I was just like, but you're thirsty though. I know, but I just, I mean, but, all sorts. okay. Asking for a drink that you ordered is not <laughs> making a song and dance about it, by the way. It was just <laughs> stressing me out. And I was like, it's so tired. It. I was so tired today. Yeah. So tired. And so <laughs> I just let it go. Went home and was like, sick. I'll have like a two hour nap. Before Your I nails come here. look great, by the way. If anyone, mm-hmm. if anyone wants to get their nails done. Everyone needs to go to this new place on Brighton Jetty Road. Yeah, I think it's called the Jetty Nail Bar. Yeah. Everyone Jetty needs- Road Nail Bar? Who cares? It's like near elementary. Yeah. It's where... It's the only nail bar on Jetty Road in Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everyone needs to go because it's brand new. They were so lovely. So fucking nice. They put so much love and care into my nails, mm-hmm. which cannot be said for the place mm-hmm. that I used to go to in Marion. And so affordable as well. Yep. Like decent pricing and like yep. such a nice and clean. Yeah. Um, like Fresh. Nail. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. My petty was an 11 out of 10 as well. So everyone needs to go because they were saying that because they're new. And I think because they're – usually it's just all cafes and bars mm. along there. They're mm. like, it's been really quiet. And I was like, <laughs> broke my heart. Stop. So if everyone could go there, that would be really mm-hmm. nice because they were amazing. I'm going back there. I'm not even kidding. Next time we go, I'm going to get us a microphone from McW and we're going to do our own karaoke. We, oh, I thought you were going to say we could do like a mic'd up thing. I was like, we have a microphone. <laughs> um, yeah, went to have a nap mm-hmm. this afternoon. And Benji just was like, was like you're, no. you're not sleeping. Disrespect your surroundings. And I was furious. I was like, get the fuck out of my room and like locked him out of my bedroom. <laughs> I just imagine him like sitting at the door, just like wagging his tail, waiting for it to open. And to his credit, he didn't like scratch at my door for mm-hmm. half an hour. Like he waited half an hour before he scratched my door, right? He's like looking at his watch. Like, I know. I feel, I feel bad for him because like... I've been really busy this weekend. Mm. He just wants to play with. He just, he wants just wanted attention. to go out and play, yeah. and I was so hot, so tired. Yeah. Like, I'm preparing for my period to come, so I'm like in the trenches. I wish dogs could just understand that. 
Right. I just needed right. to say if to him. If Bree's listening, no, you're not. I haven't <laughs> walked Coco this week because I've just been so busy. And like, I just wish she knew that I was busy because yeah. I know she really wants to go. Yeah. And I feel bad for not taking her. Mm. And I try to tell her, sorry, mommy can't take you for a walk because yeah. someone has got to pay the bills because someone's yeah. a freeloader. Yeah. But she my, just doesn't understand. Yeah, my thing with Benji is we just get into little tiffs all the time. <laughs> so true. And like I'm not I don't like physical touch. It's mm. not my thing. Not yeah. a not a fan get of it. The fuck off me. Yeah. Benji just he's so I love him. Gorgeous yeah. dog but yeah. it, we just don't match on that level. Yeah. And sometimes when I'm like really irritable, you know when like I don't know how it's almost like when I'm too tired or I'm too overstimulated I'm overstimulated and I'm like I need you to get off of me and he's not listening and so then I start being like get on (laughs) like I sound like I hit my dog and I don't it's just that I get really angry and then I'll be like it'll all just bottle up and I'll be like get on and then afterwards he'll be like sitting on his bed and I'll be like Benji it's so fine like I still love you yeah Mum just needs space. Like, and then it's like a 10 minute. We just need a moment. <laughs> oh, um, bless him. Yeah. I don't even know what happened this week. Did we do anything of note? I don't think we did. I don't think we, re- I think it was like a very low key week for us. Your issue, why you're so, is because you worked a five day week and you don't normally. I think that is what has rocked you. Yes. That, well, yeah. Cause normally I work five days in four and I had to work a normal week. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't like mm, being you there get used to it every single day. Mm. I was thinking, Oh, starting later, finishing earlier, that would kind of be a win mm. made no difference because yeah. I forgot peak hour. Yeah. I miss peak hour. Yeah. And so I never got a seat on the tram. Mm. It's fucking hot. Mm. So many people on the tram. So again, me who doesn't like physical touch and is claustrophobic, just, jammed in with all of Adelaide it just that I think doing mm. that five days this yeah week yeah that would have sent you. sent me yeah so mm. yeah a four day work week is an actual dream to be honest. oh honestly like doing... you don't think that having an extra day would make that much of a difference it does fuck it does yeah having one day off when mm. everyone is at work you feel like the world you own the world I love that it's just like an extra day and like you don't feel obliged to do anything like you can do like, if you just want to fucking rot in bed, right? no one's going to be, right. like, messaging you to catch up. It's so nice. Mm. It's like the whole world is on pause. My Mondays, mm. typically, Benji has his training every second Monday. Mm-hmm. So that's tick. We're right. rotating slots on Mondays now. How fun is that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> Love that for us. Um, I'll do my food shopping on a Monday because it's quiet. No mm. one's there. It's just me, the oldies, and mm-hmm. the mums. Mm-hmm. And then might do some washing or whatever and then yep. usually i'll just do stuff for the podcast in mm-hmm. bed i love that which is sweet how fun and then i feel refreshed yeah on tuesday revitalized yeah but yeah did, is that it for the week um yeah you know what i did watch this week guys okay listen <laughs> up because while you have been sitting at home doing yash I have been making moves on Netflix, right? <laughs> I think okay. this is the most you've ever watched. Truly, truly. I'm actually really so, proud of you. Like last week, Caitlin was like, oh, like I'm a little bit stressed because I don't know if you're actually going to catch up to Love is Blind. I did. And we watched the three new episodes that dropped on Wednesday. We'll talk about that in mm-hmm. a sec. And then, and then I'm up to date on maths. 
Love Island finished. Molly and Tom won. So I don't have that got chucked off the schedule. And then I also watched One Day. All of it. All of it. I'm so proud. Wow. It's it's been a busy week for me. It has. Now, okay. No wonder you haven't walked, Coco. <laughs> I, know, I know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Coco. I can't walk here because I have to lie horizontal for the next seven hours. But you're up to date now. It's easy to. Yeah. Um, okay. I have thoughts on one day. Okay. Yep. Yeah, let's start there. All right. I'm going to. Let's recap it for people who might not know. Like what it's about. Okay. Yeah. So it's about a girl named Emma and a guy named Dex. They uh-huh. go to the same college. In Edinburgh. University. Yeah. Um, and like they hook up like when they're like at their graduation party or something Mm -hmm. and then they go to her house, but they don't end up sleeping together and then they end up becoming friends. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a story about how their relationship and friendship like ebbs and flows over the years. Yeah. It's like over the span of 10 or 15 years. Yeah. And then every episode falls on the same day every year. So like you see their life on July 15th from... In like a 20-year span, yeah. really. Uh-huh. Um, I found Dex so annoying mm-hmm. as a man. Like, you can clearly see that Emma's into him and Dex is into her, but he just won't communicate it. He only wants to be with her when there's no other options or when he's down in the dumps and mm-hmm. he wants someone to talk to about it. And, like, he just expects her to drop everything to be with him but i love emma's character because she doesn't feed into it she does like she does a little bit but like but like in a healthy way like she still has her boundaries yeah like she's there as a friend but like yeah she's not gonna like call off dates to Mm. to be with him or like her own life stuff yeah yeah yeah, like she keeps living her own life um and controversial but every man and his dog on TikTok, you included, was telling me that I was going to get my heart ripped out and that I was going to sob and sob and sob for days and my insides were going to turn into a raisin because I had no more fluid in my body. Correct. Didn't shed a single tear. I don't know how. So my friend... <laughs> the, <laughs> the saddest part for me was when Ian tells Dex that he travelled three hours to that, spend the yeah. day with him. Ian just... Ian as a person... <laughs> grinded my gears yeah just the jokes that weren't even good you know who i don't even know this person person's personality but he reminded me of what i imagined ethan slater to be like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they kind of look a little bit alike too yeah i i'm surprised you didn't cry but part i kind of think that maybe you were expecting it so much that when it came you i was were just like, like oh it was almost like it was overhyped yeah my friend Lauren's watch just watched the show. She was texting mm. me this morning. Distraught. Really? Yeah. She was like, when the main scene, I don't want to like spoil it yeah. for viewers who haven't seen it, but when the main scene happens, she's like, I turned it off and walked away. She was like, What's I could not watch scene? it. You know, like where everyone starts crying. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah fair. <laughs> she was like, I had to turn it off and walk away. I think my issue was that I always felt that Dex didn't deserve Emma mm-hmm. and that like he only wanted to be with like again he only wanted to be with her when there was no other options and so like he had all this time to appreciate her but he kind of just took her for granted yeah. until like the end bit yeah and that's probably the healthy way to look at it yeah whereas me on the <laughs> other hand I f- was eating out of the palm of their hands yeah. I was like 
I know he has his issues and like you all were this. you I just loved him to, as a character. Loved yeah. him, right? I love them together. I love that trope of like two friends who yeah. they clearly love each other, but they might not know it or they're like yeah. ignoring it. Will they won't I mm. love like, eating it up. Yeah. Eating it up and I oh, was I just just I was sobbing for about an hour after I finished That's watching insane. the series. <laughs> that is insane. I got to the end of it and I was like, what is wrong with me? Like something, something's not clicked in place. I must say though, like I do, I never used to be like this, but I will cry at almost anything. Like, oh, I sob at everything. Like I was practically crying at that trailer that we watched last night of that old man. <laughs> yeah. Sobbing. I really want to that, see that movie. <laughs> that is fucking sad. Yeah. So I can still cry, but I just didn't cry mm. at this. Yeah. It was a really good show though. Like if you haven't seen it, 110% watch it. It's such a, it's a sweet story mm. and mm. like. The actors in it are unbelievable. Um, yeah. I've Stunning. seen a lot of people on TikTok as well, kind of. They're saying how they're maybe like watching episode one or they're a few episodes in and they're like, oh, it's so slow and it's so boring. It's, that's what it's meant to be, though. It's, it's meant to be a up. slow burn yeah. of just watching two people evolve I l- individually, yeah. but also as a relationship. Yeah. It's not meant yeah. to be like a fucking Marvel exactly. movie. I loved when they finally got together, though. That was really, really cute. That yeah. was really sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, didn't sob. Um, love is blind. Okay, so everyone strap in because there, strap there is so much in. to say about this. And like I've been going like back and forth internally about this. Mm. We kind of in one hand want to tread lightly on this because mm. this season has been so chaotic and Almost every cast member who's like in couples has received so much hate this week off of the back of these episodes. I want to and like hate that's like just not necessarily. And we're yeah, like, I've watched season five, so last season, yeah, and this season. So I haven't watched seasons one to four, but mm-hmm. I feel like what has developed since it's aired has just been so much more carnage compared to any yeah. of the other seasons. Yeah. The off screen drama yeah. has been like yeah. insane. And people have been receiving like a whole new level of hate. So we just want to keep that in mind. We're also very mindful of the fact that like we don't see everything. Things are going to get cut, whatever. Things are edited and like, you know. Yeah. But in saying that, we're not going to call shit for what it is. Like we what? are we are going to call shit for what it is. Like yeah. we're not going to not do that. We're not personally attacking these people. We're just yes. calling out what we saw. Exactly. Like it's so, nothing personal. Yeah. It's just we saw it on TV. This is our take. We're talking about it. Yeah. Okay. So episode seven to nine dropped. Yeah. Let's start with, so you've got the couples. Yeah. And they're leaving the honeymoon and they're going into real life. Mm -hmm. Where I want to start is why the fuck do all the houses look like some Tim Burton cult (laughs) in North Carolina? What is that? Why is no one talking about that? Why do they look exactly the same? It honestly looks like, don't worry, darling. Yeah. It's so creepy. That wigged me out. Jarring. Okay. Now back to the real stuff. Let's. So let's start with Kenneth and Brittany. Okay. Yeah, let's start there. Because I feel there. like that happened first. Let's start there. Yeah. So Kenneth and Brittany, they... I before, still don't understand what happened. So you right? tell me. <laughs> so before you watch seven to nine, you're like, these are the strong, this is the strongest couple. We love them. They're amazing. I was mm-hmm. singing Kenneth's praises because he was very attentive, mm-hmm. like amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere... Just Kenneth just shuts off. The minute they get to their apartment 
He's on his phone. Yeah. Even before that, on the boat as well, he's like just not mm, talking to mm, her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so once they get to their apartment, that man is obsessed with his phone. Mm. That was next mm-hmm. level. Um, And then there's like a scene and they would have been living together a couple of days. And Brittany's in the kitchen and he's like sitting at the island on his phone as usual. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to have an honest conversation with Kenneth about how she feels like since they've been living together and off of the honeymoon, there's no, like, lust or desire between them. Mm -hmm. And she's very much for physical touch and she wants, I think, that's that very visible spark and she feels like it's not there. Mm -hmm. And Kenneth is like, well, for you maybe, but it is for me. And then he's saying that, he just maybe shows it in a different way. Mm. And she was, he was like, you know, I tried to be all affectionate or, you know, whatever um, the other night. And she was like, yeah, when I was asleep, it, and I mm. had to be up at 5 a.m. and you woke mm. me up. And so it's a very, like, cool, calm and collected conversation. And then <laughs> <Until>. out <laughs> of nowhere, seemingly nowhere, Kenneth is like, well, I guess this is it. Yeah. That's it. And they just break up. He yeah. packs his bags and he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> we like literally like you me and nikki watched yeah. those episodes and we were just like what the fuck is going on what just so happened confused. right now i feel like there's so much there has to be bits that are missing they like must conversations. Have cut that because it just didn't flow from what they were talking about yeah and it just seemingly came out of nowhere as well like <laughs> yeah. yes you see him on his phone all the time but you didn't there had to have been other conversations mm. that took place mm. like i just don't feel like Brittany in particular is someone to have one conversation and then she's like yeah we're done yeah well she wasn't even like that she was just like I would just like you to touch me more yeah create Benji to me um <laughs> yeah literally. and then I'm like I'm done get, <laughs> I guess this is it. <laughs> yeah that was really weird um don't know what that's about um that's kind of all that happens with them yeah and then who do you want to talk about next? There's just we'll so go, much to talk about. Yeah, we'll go Johnny and Amy because they're... They're another normal, mm-hmm, like, less... Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Johnny and Amy, again, really, really strong. Lovey-dovey in yeah. the honeymoon. Their love just grows stronger day by day. Love. I actually do like them together. They're, yeah, they're cute. They yeah. seem, seem really good together. They meet Johnny's family. Mm-hmm. She gets along really well with his sisters. Mm-hmm. They really like her. Yeah. Um, and then they end up talking about, they're like in the apartments and they end up talking about like what their future looks like. Cause Johnny's ready to like buy a house and all of that. And Amy is as well, but she's more so like, um, oh, well like she's not on birth control and she doesn't want to be because she likes how regular her system. Oh, yeah. I was going to say system too. <laughs> how, how regular her system her reproductive are. system is. Yeah. Like just how regular her cycle is. Cycle. <laughs> I like system updates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Johnny's like, oh, and they haven't bussed yet. Yeah. For that reason, because Johnny's like, my biggest fear is having a child because we're not ready for that yet. Cause that's really expensive. Like mm-hmm. I want to retire when I'm like 50 so that I, or 60 or whatever, so that I can enjoy my time and like still yeah. be able to do all the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to like travel just you and me first and buy our house and enjoy that. So a kid would really throw a spanner in the works. And Amy's like, Oh, well, I mean like if I was to get pregnant accidentally, like in a year, like 
we'd still have our house and we'd still be settled and stuff. Like, I don't really see it being that much of an issue. Like, I want to be a mom. You want to be a dad. Like, yeah. And Johnny's just like, ooh. <laughs> I feel like this is a common conversation that happens on these shows. I also watch um, The Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And you find that the reason that I tried a lot of the watching couples, that. Couldn't get into it's it. It's not as good as Love is Mine, but mm. I do like it. You find that a lot of the reasons that the woman has given the man an ultimatum is because the man is like, well, I want to be more financially stable mm. before we get married. And like kind of really similar. They mm. they want the perfect, perfect life. They want to set up first. Yeah, yeah. which is – I feel like it's something um, – it's like something that's put on men, particularly like in America or whatever, mm. that you have to have all of this before, mm. like you have to, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. And then like their car is showing them just constantly going back and forth mm. about this birth control thing. I did see Amy posted on her Instagram the other day, breaking it down a little bit more. So apparently she has, I can't remember what it is, but she does have health issues, right? Mm. And she has for years. And that is partly reason why she's hesitant to go on birth control. Mm. Um, And like they've all said, she was kind of like, there was so much more to these conversations and it wasn't that people didn't see. And it was never necessarily that they were bickering about it. It was more just an open Mm. conversation. Yeah, Um, I don't think that's fine. I was more taken aback by the fact that Johnny wants to retire at 50. That's so much time. Right? I'd get so bored. Especially when all your friends are still grinding. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do Monday to Friday if you're not at work? Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I would love to not be at work, but I think not actually being at work forever. At least being able to work without caring about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, not being at work at all would drive me insane. And so he was saying that he wanted to live a really frugal lifestyle. (laughs) So that he could do that. Yeah. I don't. I couldn't be with someone like that. No. I don't no. want someone who's going to be shit with money, but like yeah. I am. But one of us needs to be responsible, but also not that responsible. But I'm also <laughs> not going to just sit in my house and stare at a corner for and 50 years. eat tuna and corn for no every way. meal. I Ooh. won't make it to 50 because I will off myself <laughs> if that's the life we're living. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Um... But again, like that's their only drama. Yeah. And then Um, we've got AD and I was going to say Chad Clay. (laughs) He is Chad. (laughs) Clay is so funny. He just goes on a tangent and he just rolls with it. He doesn't shut up. But like in a night, like bless his socks, but he's so exhausting to watch. Just a loop, just a constant yeah. loop of the same thing. It's like when you're like trying to write a report, but you can't get to the word count, and you're yeah. just trying to you're just recycling old material constantly. That that's clay. Oh, it's like someone asks him like, "What does he want for dinner?" And before you know it, he's like back as a child, yeah. like trauma dumping yeah. his whole yeah. life story. It's crazy. Truly. Um, and then there's a scene where they're still on the honeymoon and they're out for lunch, and he orders soup. <laughs> <laughs> so random and he's like drinking the soup out of Slurping. the bowl that was and just his fa- like he's actually quite funny to watch but i just know that i would be socially exhausted hanging out with him right because he talks so much um the biggest thing that people have picked on with him and ad is that at, at one point 
Clay is going on about his biggest fear is like he thinks that cheating is hereditary. Yeah. And so his dad has a history of cheating. And yeah. so he's convinced that he's going to cheat. And that like society has like set him up to cheat because like it's seen <laughs> everywhere and everyone does it. Which is so <laughs> wild. Like what? Um, Yeah. But you know what? I'm torn because that's not the fucking craziest thing to happen this season. No, it's not. It's actually very normal in the yeah. grand scheme of things. Like yeah. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, that's not that jarring to me because of everything <laughs> no. else that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, part of me thinks I'm not convinced that Clay is a douchebag, right? No, not part yet. Me, no, not yet. And I have been proven wrong. I Part of me thinks that he's just – He's very sweet and he just, like, almost like me, doesn't really know how to communicate, (laughs) like, things properly and is probably making a bigger deal out of things. Like, he's trying to do the right thing by, you know, communicating a lot and Mm. sharing his thoughts and his feelings and, like... How do we get to our eyeball? (laughs) (laughs) Just want to scratch my eye. (laughs) And, like, you know, he wants to do the right thing by 18 and he doesn't want to let it down, but it's like, dude... (laughs) This <laughs> is not hereditary. You can chew. And then, like, he was talking about they were having a dinner with Clay's mum, and Aidy was talking about how she wants to spend more time with him because since he's been back at work, they haven't had as much quality time together. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, "Oh, well, like it's really hard when I like works like an hour and a half away. Like I might as well just stay there because then, like, in the early in the morning, I've got to get the boat ready. I've got to get the jet skis out." And me and Caitlin are like. Yeah, what are you doing for work? Because, like, (laughs) are you hiring? (laughs) What? Entrepreneurial venture. Right. (laughs) You're making, my dude. Yeah. And his mum's name is Margarita. I love that. I love that. That's my favourite. One Margarita. But, yeah, they're fine at the moment. Yeah. A lot of people have said that, you know, how in the first bank of episodes when they have that drinks night and AD is talking to Kenneth and they're yeah. talking about like the things that he needs to consider dating a white woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Raising black kids as a white woman. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was great conversation. Yeah. I thought that was yeah, I thought so too. something that they probably should have had. Anyway, yeah. a lot of people are speculating that that was the moment that Kenneth checked out with Brittany I and think it made so. him go, Interesting. Not points have me. been made. Yeah. yeah, points have been made. Yeah. Oh my god, look at the hair. Um Damn. So then who do we have left? We've got Jimmy and Chelsea and we've got Jeremy and Laura. Where do you want to go? Take your absolute pick. Let's go Chelsea and Jimmy. Yeah, Let's okay. save the best yeah. for last. Yeah. Okay. So Chelsea and Jimmy is just the gift that keeps on giving. Okay. <laughs> So one minute, they're great. They're solid. They're I want amazing. you made me feel uncomfy on a shirt. Same. <laughs> I'm going to use that in my work meetings when <laughs> I get told off. You made the, me uncomfy. This makes me uncomfy. Um, and he's like working because she's a flight attendant. She's, she's obviously not on roster yet. Mm. So she's kind of just hanging out and he's working from home. She's also an event planner. Oh, yeah. I did With that one that. wedding that she hosted. <laughs> That's, that is not hate. That is facts. 
It's just funny. <laughs> um, and she, I saw she also had a podcast. Oh, good on it. That has like six episodes. We should it get her on. It was a self-help podcast, I think. <laughs> um, Imagine us doing a self-help podcast. <laughs> we should rebrand this as self-help. <laughs> this is the complete fucking opposite. Um, People will be running in the middle of traffic <laughs> after 10 minutes. <laughs> We'd get arrested. Um, <laughs> sued for neglect you know how there's like documentaries on netflix about people that sold like it was almost like a cult but it was like fake wellness retreats and stuff yeah we would get <laughs> that would be us we'd get done um and so there's one episode and well there's one day or whatever and chelsea's friends come over mm-hmm and they're going to meet Jimmy for the first time. And when they first get there, Jimmy's still working upstairs. So they go outside and they're chit-chatting or whatever. Everything super, seems super normal, super nice. And then Chelsea's like, he hasn't kissed me once today. Mm. <laughs> and this is kind of where it all starts to happen. Then, like, he comes downstairs and he's, like, chatting with the friends. And it seems it's all going fine. But I've also noticed that there will be moments where Chelsea just completely airs their dirty laundry or like in public conversations yeah and she's she did it at the drinks thing with the ad comment about her being stacked yeah she just brings up some weird stuff she brings up like jessica and how like she was she didn't think she was gonna get picked and how jessica's stunning and yes and then how he jimmy like followed her on instagram or whatever I'm pretty sure she brought that up. Did she not? I think Laura brings it up. I'm getting confused. So am I, actually. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's just weird, right? And then that night, they're talking in the kitchen. And she's going on about... I don't even know where it started anymore. I think it started with the fact that he didn't apparently kiss her Mm. that day. And he's like, well, I did. And then they're going back and forth and back and forth, back and forth. And then Chelsea will bring up other things yeah. or complain about other things. And it just feels like she always wants a fight. Mm. And so she'll, if she's not getting the fight that she wanted from topic A, she'll go, well, here's topic B. Yeah. And then here's topic C and she'll keep doing it. And Jimmy's kind of like, what the hell is going on? What are we he fighting see, about? Yeah. He can yeah. see on his face and then he makes the comment. <laughs> Well, I didn't want to say anything, but you have been clingy. Yeah. Oh, my. That just, that was it. She saw red. She lost her shit. Yeah. Anyway, then he ended up staying at his house that night. It was a whole thing. Um, But then he says that he calls her clingy and then they have like a little tiff about it. And then he goes, well, actually, you were the one that wanted to have sex with me today yeah insinuating <laughs> that he didn't want to sleep with her and that just is really icing on the cake to be fair if someone said that to me i would climb onto the roof of my apartment building <laughs> and i would jump I arm would spread so face first humble. onto the pavement humble. i'd be like i can i would actually move countries like just actually diving like the diving i would go into witness protection like that would i'd fake my own death that is one of the many (laughs) things that would 
just do it for me like that. I I wouldn't cope. <laughs> and then for that to be aired on international TV. La, no, 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 no. I'd be having a Britney Spears 2007 moment with an umbrella on his car. Yeah, like just truly. losing my mind. Oh, man. Way to kick a girl while she's down. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that hurt. That really hurt. <laughs> um, And then they make up the next day. Yeah, she's fine with it. But then... They go and they meet Jimmy's friends, his two best friends. Who are women. They've been best friends of his for two years. Now, thoughts on this, please. Do you think guys and girls can platonically stay friends? I do. Yes. You don't think that at one point one of them is going to catch feelings? Yes. (laughs) I think like you can get past it, but I think eventually one of you is going to. Okay. This is my thoughts, right? Mm. I feel like if I was dating someone and they were like, hey, this is one of my best friends. It's a female. I've known her for 10 years. 10 years is different. Or like childhood best friend, known her since she was three. I would even take five years. Yeah. Two? And for them to be your only best friends? Hand on heart and... OGs will know this. I have loaned books for longer than that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah. And like, why are they your top two only friends? I feel like it wouldn't have been so jarring if he had like guy friends there as well. But to have only two females there. That's what rocks me. Having only known them for two years. I would be uncomfortable with that. That's that's a bit of a red flag for me. Not the fact that they're women, but like the fact that. Your best friends are people that you've known for 600 days. (laughs) I'm trying to think. And the only male friends, like close male friends. I have none. Do I? Mark would be. You can call Mark a (laughs) friend. (laughs) (laughs) I have none. Okay. I need more guy friends. Do you though? No. You're not missing. No, men are boring. No offense. Now that I think about it, my only. (gasps) Tom! From Pilates. Yes. Tom Tom's would a be. friend. But you're not inviting Tom somewhere by himself. It's no, like no, no, we're not. Sarsie. No, yeah, yeah. It's Sarsie are, and Tom. Yeah. Like, but we <laughs> yeah. love Tom. We, we love, love Tom. you. So much. But we're not hanging out with you individually no, because no. Sarsie will like, and rightfully so, burn us <laughs> to a crisp, right? And <laughs> I would burn myself to a crisp for that. Yeah. My only male friend mm. is Manuel. Yeah. And I've known him as like almost yeah. as long as I've known yeah. you. Yeah. Right? Um. I don't, now that I think about it, I don't have any other guy friends that I would just hang how out you, with. How how do you acquire one of those? Like I have guy friends from guy. I, <laughs> I have male friends from like over the years, but I'm not hanging out with them. I don't even talk to them. It's more like I bump into you on a night out, and I'm like, yeah, what's, how, what's no, going like, on? How do you acquire ones that you hang out with? I feel like it's how easier you, when you're younger. How do you make friends? As a late twenty, as a late twenty-year-old. Okay, no, you do this really easily. You just don't even realize it. Women only, though. But that's fine. Yeah, that and that is absolutely fine. But that's like my point. Like, how do you, how do you do that? But with for men, I feel like if we met a guy yeah. that was worth being friends with, mm, okay, we, we would a, be friends with them. Every ex- man that we meet <laughs> is a weasel. We find out. Is a weasel. Very quickly yeah, that so they're true. a weasel yeah. and we're like, don't come near us. So true. Okay, new experiment. We need to find 
First one to get a new guy friend wins. Yeah, first one to find and a decent... And then you have to bring them on the pod. Yeah, interview them, vet them. Yeah. Yeah. We so, need... Yeah, okay. How do we do that, though? We're going to have to leave the house, and that's not part of... Um, that's out quarter, of budget, actually. That, that's actually not part of our quarter two strategy I've, of um, 2024. I've cut the numbers, and it's just it's not... It's not feasible. No. <laughs> it's fiscally irresponsible. Correct. Um, perhaps <laughs> <we> Anyway... Can... <laughs> Um, if it, there's no men listening to this. I was just going to do a pitch, but there's no point. It's not worth it. Um, they don't listen anyway, like literally <laughs> to anyone. Um, yeah, so that was a bit jarring. Um, and then Chelsea's openly talking about her sex life with Jimmy to his female friends. Yeah, that's weird. And they're weighing in in a way that they probably shouldn't be weighing in. And it was just, I would feel very uncomfortable. I think Chelsea did a great job of, like meeting new people for the first time, being very nice, being I mean, very like everyone there loved it. Like they, everyone was getting getting yeah. involved. Like the girls liked her, she liked the girls. Yeah, and like I feel like if I was in that situation, I would be anxious uh, as all fuck. Yeah, I'm not good at meeting new people. Mm. Like I am very shy and reserved, mm. and like very quiet and one word responses. And it's not because I don't like the people or whatever. It's just. I don't like small yeah. talk. Small talk. Mm. I need to get to the point where we're talking about trauma dumping or we're just talking about the most niche things. Oh, I go straight into that. And so what I like to do is when we meet new people, mm-hmm. you warm them <laughs> up with the small talk because you're very good at it. And then I I'm really... I'm the first act. <laughs> and then I really come in once yeah. it's warmed yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. felt like you'd met Sassy first. Mm. You warmed her up, and then I came you, in and no, was but you, like, "You know when to slot in, though. Like it's very like, natural." How do you feel about it? <laughs> oh, imagine there being two of us. Hi, I'm Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> you thought Danica was fun. Let me ruin it. Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um. Yes. So. But do you know what is crazy? Mm. They're not even the worst part of Love Is Blind. Like. Somehow, Jimmy Strap doesn't in. look like the worst guy. No. Okay. So now we're really getting into the juicy shit, guys. So, as you may remember, mm-hmm. I have pledged my love and allegiance and allegiance mm-hmm. for a white man named Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still love this man. <laughs> Do you? I mean, look. <laughs> I'm any- How red can the flag get? I, I would. It's a <laughs> another experiment. I'm anything if not committed. Mm, okay, so true. Nothing if not committed. <laughs> I am anything. <laughs> I am all. I am all things <laughs> except for committed. <laughs> like Jeremy. <laughs> Some white man's rushing to get that printed on a t-shirt. Um. Okay. So, him and Laura seemingly are fine, right? Yep. He meets her family. Yep. And kind of similar to Chelsea, I feel like Laura is bringing up a lot of personal stuff yeah. between them to the family. Yeah. It's just something that I wouldn't do, which is what I find jarring about it. There are it. some things that, like, certain people don't need to know. Right? Particularly when you're meeting them for the what? first time. Yeah. So... Jeremy gets a text message from Sarah Ann, who is the other girl that he was talking to in the pods and got really close Runner with. Runner-up. Right? Runner-up. Runner up. Yeah. Right? He gets a message from her in the pods, basically being like, hey, hope you're well. If you're having second thoughts, 
hit Here me I up. Here I am. Yeah. Right? He love hearts reacts to the message mm-hmm. and leaves it on red, right? Mm-hmm. And immediately shows Laura and is like, look at this, thinking he's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Laura brings it up to her family at their first meeting, which it's just weird, yeah. right? Anyway, I just wouldn't do it. Turns out Laura's gut instinct is better than anyone else in this world. She? So the final scene of episode nine had my jaw on the floor. <laughs> right. Literally. So let me just pull this forward so everyone can really hear what I'm about to say. So they're sitting on a couch and she confronts Jeremy. And he looks Jeremy like, has his glasses on and his trucker hat right. on. First red flag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't be wearing sunglasses in the house. Ray Charles, what are you doing here? Right. <laughs> like, okay, Stevie Wonder. Um, anyway, Where's so he'd been... <laughs> He's about to ballad his way out of this one. So he'd been out the night before and he's saying how... He went out with some of the guys from the pods. Yes. Yep. Right? And Laura's like, you got home at 6am. Mm. Why the fuck did you get home at 6am? Mm-hmm. The bars close at 2. No text, no call to her. Yeah, nothing. No radio right? silence. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so we went out, we were at this place. Then we decided that we were going to go to this place afterwards. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys says to me, hey, Sarah Ann's going to be there. Just heads up. And mm-hmm. Jeremy's like, well, I thought about going home. But mm-hmm. then I was like, I'm not going to let someone else stop me from mm-hmm. doing what I want to do. Which, mm-hmm. fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Get that. So he goes to this place where Sarah Ann is. Sarah Ann comes up to him and was like, um, hey, whatever. Gives him a hug, but it's, it's seemingly off. So he... Says to Laura, he was like, you know, I didn't want to let it fester. So I felt like I had to go and speak to her to just address it. Right. Again, let it become gangrene. Let it fester. But (laughs) this, like, I'm not even worried at this point. Mm. Right. And then Laura's like, so what? You were talking to her until 5 a.m. And this is where I cross my arms and Mm. I'm bunking in. (laughs) So Jeremy claims. So Jeremy's like, well, I shared my location with you. As mm-hmm. reassurance, and we were just talking, mm-hmm. and we were just talking in the car in the parking lot of this bar until five a.m. Okay, <laughs> and Laura, the strength this woman has, she's all cool, calm, and collected, mm. and she's like, um, "What could you possibly have to talk about until five a.m.? Like, why are you hanging out in a parking lot?" And she's also like, "I don't want to be with someone or engage to someone where." I have to be checking your location. location. Like yeah. that, that doesn't give me assurance. Yeah. yeah. She was like, I was asleep. Why yeah. should I have to be awake checking your yeah. location? That's crazy. Yeah. And she's kind of just waiting, kind of seeing what hole he digs himself. And mm-hmm. then he literally walks over to the shed, gets his nicest shovel and just starts. Yeah. Yeah. He said <laughs> that earth looks awfully warm and cozy. <laughs> so then she hits him with, I checked your location at 5 a.m. <laughs> and you were not in the parking lot. And he was like, well, it was the alleyway. But, and she was like, no, you were in such and such suburb, mm-hmm. which is where Sarah Ann lives. When I t- I've got goosebumps right now. That, that was Oscar award winning. She handled that like an absolute fucking weapon. That was like so iconic. Truly, she wasn't emotional she was just stating facts Mm -hmm. 
But even oh. like, even beyond, I, I just, and the whole internet loves this, how she let him dig his own grave yeah. to see what he would say. Yeah. And then she hit him with yeah. the, okay, yeah. no, this is what I actually know. This is the proof. Yeah. Here's the receipts. Yeah. I, that moment, that was when I like really grew respect for Laura. And I was like, I'm obsessed with you. Mm. You're my hero. Truly. Statues made for you. Now, this is hard for a lover of Jeremy to mm. see on TV. And yeah, it, look, if he did go to Sarah Ann's. Yeah. I mean, then regardless. at that point he was like, I don't want to talk about this now. Yeah. <laughs> Which says to me, you've been caught out Which and says you don't to want me, to say it on TV. I haven't had time to think of my life. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> or it's actually way worse than what you think it is. And I'm not saying it in front of a camera. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> that, yeah, it was fucked. And that was the end of episode nine. It was fucked. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I have no words. What do you say to that? That's it. But then other stuff has developed from, okay, this is just proof that we cannot fucking pick good men. Okay, let's, before we jump to mm. who you're going to jump to. Mm. Sarah Ann's been posting TikToks and things to her Instagram, right? Mm. They're from they're in Jeremy's apartment. Like everyone's put two and two together. No. And they're of her in his in his house. So everyone's like and then someone commented, and I don't know if this is real or not. Someone commented <coughs> saying, I live in their neighborhood, they live together. No. So they're apparently dating. <gasps> right? And then but wait, it gets worse. Oh my god! It gets worse because I started following like these reality tea account kind of things, and it's come out that Jeremy was engaged. Oh yeah! I can't believe I forgot about this. Yeah, he was engaged, and his partner had a, had a son. Yeah, and they were living together. Now I don't know exact timeline, so just give me a bit of grace. But they were engaged. They'd separated, but they were still living together while they tried to sell the house. Remember how he says in the pods, mm-hmm. I recently sold my house. That was I want to buy a house with like whoever yeah, I end up with. That yeah. was him and his ex-fiance's house, right? <laughs> now, then the time between them actually selling the house and then him going on the show, I think it was like the span of weeks, right? It was really close together. Yeah, right. So it was speculated that he... Um, had applied for the show while he was still at least living with her, if not still together with her. Because, like, the casting process is quite a lot, like, mm. lengthy. He then subsequently posted a video on his own Instagram saying that, like, yes, he was once engaged. And yeah. he says that he mentioned it to everyone he spoke to in the pods. It's something that he spoke about very openly, but it just never made the cut, which could be very, very true. Um, and he said, however, I didn't apply for the show. I was contacted by Mm. a producer Mm. who encouraged me to apply for the show. Goals, by the way. Which is really common these days. Oh, yeah. Right? And I think that's why they get people who aren't on the show for the right reasons. Not Mm. saying Jeremy wasn't. Because the producers are actively just trying to find people. Mm. They should just leave it to people who are applying Mm. of their own fruition. So, um, he was like, I never, like, seeked the show or sought out the show the producers contacted me and Mm. then I applied Mm. for the show after that kind of thing. So if Jeremy's story is true, then like people could argue that he wasn't in, like 
would you really be looking for love in the way that love is blind is set up where you're going to get married that soon after separating from your fiance. But I feel like there's holes in like, not holes, but there's bits that we don't know, like how long were they separated? Mm. All of that. Anyway. So that was more drama. And then we have not heard from Jeremy since on your socials, because I think (laughs) radio silence, I think, and I feel for the cast, like imagine going from being an absolute nobody to overnight the entire world is obsessed with you and loves mm. you to the entire world hates you and wants like is saying I want you dead like it just happens that yeah. quick oh my god how any normal person would cope with that mm. um but now it's your turn to inform well, the world okay. of your choices I might need you to take the reins a bit on this one because I'm actually very not in with the detail you tell it and I'll fill the gaps okay all right so Trevor big boy Trev we love T-Dog. Trevor yeah love him well, loved, loved him because <laughs> case in case in point, he is a weasel sewer rat. Mm-hmm. That allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. So the first batch of episodes get released. Everyone is in love with Trevor. I reckon he would have got the most following besides Jessica. He did. Yeah. Yeah. From the show. Yeah. Um, Everyone's obsessed. Love that he looks like a meathead, but he's actually like this the most soft, pure yeah, person ever. golden retriever boy. Um, so he's living at large on his socials. He's num 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 num, like mm. eating it up like a rat, yeah, like a rat boy. And then it comes out that he was dating someone while he was in the pods outside. He was dating someone on the outside while he was in the pods. So he and like. There's the girl has like screenshotted their conversations through mm-hmm. text and like he's told her that he's applied, that he's getting in, who he's talking to in the pods, who he ended like that Chelsea almost, um, that he proposed to Chelsea, almost proposed to Chelsea. Yeah, was going to pick Chelsea, gave pick her, her like her, his dog's collar. Yeah. And then um, Chelsea picked someone else. Um, and yeah. Because he, um, he, this ex-partner is saying that he actively went on the show looking mm. for like fame, clout, clout all yep. of that to build. And like he's, I don't know, would you call him a bodybuilder or whatever? Yeah. I guess he wants to get into the fitness scene. Yeah, he right? like coaches people online. So like he's got his own like business. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's why he's apparently gone on to the show. Um, And this ex-girlfriend is claiming that they were together the entirety of the show. As soon as he got out of the show, he's like messaging her, updating her on everything. And then broke up with her two weeks before the show went to air. Mm. Um, And just like wouldn't answer her calls, Mm. anything like that. Some people are speculating that the messages could be fake because Mm. they filmed last year, right? And so the messages will be, as an example, 27th of April, but mm. it doesn't say a year. Right. And like, it'll say a time, but not a year. So people are like, it would say a year. It would, yeah. If, so some people are like, that's something that's really easy to manipulate, but then she's clapped back because one of the other, one of another, one of another, another guy that was on the show, but I don't think he gets shown a lot because there's so many people on the show yeah. that don't get shown. Yeah. Um, I think his name's like Vonnie or Vinny or something. He like publicly comes out and is like this person's like talking shit right Mm. because he's friends with trevor yeah she claps back and she is like what are you on about because i literally came to your house like 
not long after filming with Trevor and like here's a photo I took of you with Trevor and here's a photo you took of me with Trevor and he's like wearing the same outfit so it's obviously the same day oh my god so she's like what are you on about kind of thing so I believe her yeah um Trevor's been real quiet since real quiet like he was posting tons before yeah he was he was lapping he was Really lapping up that no scar persona. Yeah, he thought he was slick Rick yeah, and just he got away my, with the biggest. He was yeah. like, I've nailed this. Yeah, he's like, the people love me. I am. It's love just all me. up from here. Yeah. Um, And just crickets. My thoughts are he's staying silent, hoping that there's other tea that will come out about other mm. people and it'll just the attention mm. will divert. Cause I feel mm. like that happened. The attention was all on Jeremy and it was mm. really like hot and thick. Mm. And then it quickly diverted to Real Trevor. Real quick. Yeah. And everyone's kind of like, some people are still thinking about the Jeremy thing, but everyone's over here on Trevor. And so Trevor's like, if I just stay quiet long yeah. enough, everyone will move on to something else. Apparently there's like talk about, um, getting the ex onto the reunion. Oh my god, stop! So that she can like give her two piece. And I was like, Apparently, I need that. A lot of like past like people from the show on different seasons have been flown in for the reunion. Wild. I don't know if that means that they'll be like in the reunion. So the reunion set for not this week, next week. Yeah, I love that. Um, I'm so excited. So then. This is my prediction for the last batch of episodes. Yeah, okay, let's have it. Okay. And the, part of this comes from the preview. So Sarah Ann in one of the previews is saying that he, like doesn't say names, he told me that, Coco, don't eat those chocolates, that he told me that he was going to leave her. So I think the mm. Jeremy-Laura thing, there's more to it. I think they end up splitting. Yeah. Uh, if not, at the very least, saying no at the, like at she'll the say no at the, al- yeah. at the altar. Yeah. And then I think it'll come out at the reunion that he's with Sarah Ann. Yeah. Right? Then I think Jimmy and Chelsea will make it to the altar. But I think one of them will say no. Mm-hmm. I think AD and Clay will make it to the altar. Mm-hmm. And I think I think one I think Clay well, I think one of them will say no. I actually you think reckon? it might be A D. You yep. reckon? Yep. And then I think that Amy and Johnny will make it to the altar and they'll they'll get married. Yep. Agreed. Kenneth and Brittany are obviously Done. not going to make it, Done but screen. they'll be highlighted heavily in the reunion. Mm. That's mm. And Trevor will be a big piece in the reunion as well. Yeah, I think so. Yes. I also think over the next few episodes, like Jimmy and Jessica are going to meet on camera as mm. well. Mm. That's going to be a big thing. There's that preview of Chelsea like screaming at Jimmy being like, I know you slept with her. I know you slept yeah. with her. I don't think it's about Jessica though. I don't think he slept with Jessica. Do I you just reckon don't. he maybe slept with one of the friends? Can you imagine? Yeah, maybe. I just, my gut says that he didn't sleep with Jessica. Yeah. Well, I know that him and Jessica aren't together. Jessica's dating someone else now. Yeah. Isn't she dating Harry Jowsey? Yeah. So random. Yeah. They were on an MTV show together or something. Oh. Random. Or they are at the moment. I can't. Yeah, because there's this other show, Perfect Match, that's come out. Yeah, that's what they're on. Yeah, season one started airing. Yeah. I want to watch that because season two is being filmed at the moment. Maybe that's what they're... And apparently Trevor's filming for that. He's on that. Apparently. 
allegedly. I need to suss that out. I want to see what that mm. is. Um, I want to watch that. How do we watch? Yes, that's homework. Um, Where are we at? Time-wise. Oh, who knows? It's not even – it's like in random numbers. Oh. Um, but that's Love is Blind. That's <laughs> You're that. welcome. You're that welcome. That was chaotic. Yeah, another three episodes dropped this week, so be prepared to have us hash that out next oh, episode. Everything we would have said would be wrong by the time that the new episodes come yeah. out. So Our opinions are going to change. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah, so it is like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm obsessed with it. But then – Okay, moving on. Then, uh, unless you have anything else to say about that. Um, no. What were you going to talk about? Okay, so in the line of dating. Oh, okay. Yep. I watched all 50 parts of Risa Teese's story on TikTok this week. Someone told me that goes for a total of like seven hours. Correct. Because every part is 10 minutes. In What's 50 times 10? No, don't. 500. Them. But, like, she talks real slow, though. So I watched every video on two times speed. And that sounds normal. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Because she does. St- but she's a great storyteller. Oh, yeah. Right? Way better than we are. And then she, yeah, I had to watch it on two times speed. And then what I would do is I would, like, it's a video, but I would just listen to it as I'm, like, walking like to work. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd have it in the background mm-hmm. when I'm um, at work. Because, yeah, you don't need to watch it. Yeah. This... It was honestly, like, I feel like part of it is the fact that it felt like the whole world was involved in, like, watching it and everyone's in the comments, like, Mm -hmm. cancelled my Netflix subscription (laughs) and, like, brands are commenting in there. Like, that is partly why I think I watched the whole thing because I was so... It was like the new version of that nine-month cruise thing. Yes, correct. This is the new, yeah. Correct. I had to be there because everyone else is there, right? Yeah. Um, So... I watched it for both of us because mm-hmm. you were busy catching up on Love is Blind. I was, yeah, I was busy amongst other things. So this is the story. Mm-hmm. So Risa Tisa mm-hmm. met this guy online in like early 2020, right before Legion. COVID. Yeah, his nickname's Legion. So she met this guy online. They went to go on a first date. On her way to the first date, her tire blows. Right? And so she calls him and she's like, oh, my God, I have to get my tire fixed. Like, let's just call it. He's like, where are you? I'll come to you. He comes to her, helps her get to, like, somewhere to fix her tire, pays for her tire to be fixed. Right? Wild. And then they, like, go on a couple of other dates after that. And then it progresses really quickly. Mm -hmm. Right? Because... They're both of the adage that they want to get married. They want to have kids. I think they're both in their thirties, mm-hmm. right? They want to get married. They want to have kids. Like they know what they want. Um, and they're on the same wavelength about everything, right? He's seemingly this great guy because he's the v- vice. Oh no, he was like quite senior in the company that he worked for, which is a condiment company, mm-hmm. right? And she was like, so, right? She was like, this man is gorge. Mm-hmm. The whole package. Where do I sign? Where do I sign? Spring or summer for the wedding. So then COVID hits and she was like, I didn't want to quarantine alone because like everything was being shut down. They live in um, Georgia. She was like, I didn't want to like be by myself. So it was, and I wanted to keep seeing him. So it was more a matter of whose house are we quarantining at? He had a really small studio apartment or one bedroom apartment she's like i had a whole house so it made sense 
he came and moved in with me. So he moves in with her. This is a couple of weeks from. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. So he moves in with her and then not long after that, I don't know exact timelines. I'm just going to be quite vague. Not long after that, she ends up getting pregnant. Right. So then she's pregnant. They're living together. It's still like the best thing ever. Right. And through all of this, he's like, they're learning about each other. Like he's telling her his backstory about he had an ex-wife. He's got these stepkids that he's still really involved with. He like was with them in California. His parents are deceased, whatever. Anyway. So when she found like around the time that she finds out she's pregnant, he's like, well, I've been approved for a mortgage or a loan with Chase Bank of $750,000 and I want to buy a house. He was like, I want to buy a house for us kind of thing. And she was like, wow, that's a lot of money. And he was like, oh, I have all this money from when I did arena football. Okay. Don't ask me what the fuck (laughs) arena football is. Okay. Because I don't know. So he seemingly cashed up. He's Mm -hmm. apparently got money in offshore savings accounts. Mm -hmm. He's got all this money tied up from arena football he's got this approved loan so then they're house shopping now Mm -hmm. okay now he takes the lead on a lot of the house shopping um because she's like it's his money Mm -hmm. so he Mm -hmm. can take the lead whatever and there's one house that he says he's going to put an offer in on but for whatever reason he said that he puts an offer in on it and that they get it but then she finds out that they don't get it, right? right? And she's like, what's good? Like, let me, I don't, I can't remember the details. Anyway, turns out he wasn't dealing with the proper landlord. He was dealing, he wanted to go through his friend. He wanted to give the work to his friend who's a landlord, right? But she hadn't ever met this friend. So anyway, they ended up not getting the house and it was something to do with the landlord, I think. Right. right. Anyway, so then they keep shopping for houses. She ends up having a miscarriage. Right? Oh no! So she has a she has a miscarriage, but they keep looking for houses, and there's always some reason why the deal doesn't go through, mm. right? So there's one house where he's like, "I'll pay for it in cash. I don't mm. want to do the loan. I can pay for it in cash because mm. I have all this money from when I did arena football." Mm. And she's like, "Okay." The realtor's like, "Um, the sellers." are interested in your offer but we need to see proof of funds before we accept your offer and he's like well i'm not giving proof of funds until you accept my offer they go back and forth back and forth back and forth (laughs) sir (laughs) and reese tisa is like i don't understand why you can't just show them proof of funds like it's not that big of a deal he's like no anyway they lose that house as well right? right the realtor ends up their real estate agent is like I can't work with you guys anymore. Yeah. Something's going on. Fair I can't enough. work with you guys. Anyway, so she's like, I don't want to look at houses anymore. Like, let's just put it on hold. There's no rush. He's then decided that he can, his work, he gets a promotion. So now he's vice president of a condiment company. And okay. <laughs> he's decided that work are going to give him a work car, company car. Mm-hmm. And they've said, your budget's 90 grand. You go to a dealership, pick the car that you want. And then we'll pay, like, we'll do the Trent wire, right? They go, they pick a car and um, it's like a BMW yeah. or an Audi or something like that. And 
he they're like with the salesperson they're doing all the paperwork he rings work he like the finance people at work they're like oh the person that does the wire transfer isn't in they're they've gone home for the day so he's like oh i'll have to come back another day they leave with no car right then he decides that he wants to buy her car right so he takes her on all these other weekends looking at bmws right and so she's got her heart set on like this specific bmw like convinced that he's gonna buy this car for whatever reason it keeps falling through right and she's just thinking to herself damn there's always something right there's just always Mm. something that's getting in the way like it she's just frustrated but she's like whatever it is what it is they end up getting married in january of 2021 yeah okay not long after that She's like, I reckon we were good for two weeks, three weeks. And then after that, it's like something switched in him, right? And there's going to be heaps of stuff that I missed because she was so detailed in everything. Like, I can't believe it. Um, But she starts noticing little things. And then she finds, she catches on his phone that he'd been talking to other women, Mm -hmm. right? So he's she calls him out on it and he's like let's get couples therapy right so then they start going to couples therapy and the part it's like with a pastor and his wife and they're like a bit sus about the whole thing and the one of their recommendations is like um show each other your bank accounts kind of thing because that was a sticking point Mm -hmm. so he'll show her these two savings accounts that he has but he won't show her the off the the ones that apparently have all this big money the ones that were going to pay for the house right Mm -hmm. and then they start working with this other real estate agent named amber once they start looking for houses again and something happened with that house and she's like she rings maybe this was the one with the proof of funds one and she rings Risa Tisa and she's like I don't understand like something I don't understand why he won't like yeah it's just a normal process yeah um oh no that's right they'd gone to look at houses with Amber but before they'd even started looking for houses she had requested proof of funds before they'd even started looking Mm -hmm. for houses right so and he wouldn't give it to her and so she's ringing Reese Deesa being like, something's up. Like, it just doesn't mm. make sense. And so between that and the pastor and his wife, like, it's – and, if, like, the few little lies that he's been caught out on. She's starting to, like, question things. Mm. Anyway, over the course of, like, however many months from here, like, she catches him out on other things. She ends up digging up his – like the paperwork from his divorce mm-hmm. right and then ends up getting the contact details for his ex-wife calls her right and this was like a real pivotal moment she calls the ex-wife and she's like the ex-wife is like if you're calling me i know it's bad i know it's gotten bad and she was like everything he says to you is a lie like not a single thing out of his mouth is true right so Risa is asking her questions like to verify whether it's true or not things like he claimed that um this woman's daughter died because of COVID mm-hmm. right recently so she's like how's your daughter and the ex-wife is like what are you talking about my daughter's fine so lied about that in the early days and this comes out like later but in the early days lied that his grandma died because of COVID at the start of COVID right she actually died in 2008 right well- 
claims to be have been on the phone with all these family members who are dead, right? Shows, takes her past the grave of his grandparents. That's not his grandparents' grave, right? At all. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> she ends up getting in touch. No, then what happened? I can't remember. But the ex-wife was like a pivotal moment. And then she keeps digging and digging. And she finds out that like he's a felon. And like he's just not who he says he is, right? So she ends up kicking him out on the 17th of July, 2021. That's his birthday, right? (laughs) Kicks him out out of the house and is like, I'm filing for divorce, right? She ends up getting in touch with... His sister. So he claims that he has two sisters and two or three brothers, right? He only has two brothers, one of them being a twin, right? So one of his sisters is actually his cousin who called Risa Tisa to be like, he's just shown up at our house being like, I need to stay here um, because um, I've had to leave my wife kind of thing. And so Risa Tisa tells her the whole story. And she's like, first of all, we don't fuck with him. Right, we know he's a liar. He's been a liar his whole life. We don't fuck with him, so I want to hear your side of it. That's when she finds out the sisters aren't real, right? She finds out what she'd known about his parents isn't real. The grandma didn't die because of COVID. They're not at that cemetery. He finds she finds out all this stuff about him, right? Finds out he has no money, right? No money to his name. He has a None of his family fuck with him. His twin will talk to him sometimes and he'll give him money, right? Right. Sometimes. His twin is actually the VP of his company in like another state. Has like a whole family and kids, the whole works, like very successful. He – so the whole time that they were together, he would be on the phone quite regularly with like friends and family. But she would never hear the other side of the conversation because it would always kind of be like up to his ear. And she just thought that he – like, he would be on the phone for 30 minutes at a time, right? He was faking it. Faking every single conversation. Like, not talking to anyone. No, not talking like to anyone. blank phone. Blank phone, right? One-sided. Because, for example, he apparently called this brother, like, one of his brothers every single day. This brother does not speak to him and refuse, has not spoken to him in years, right? And he – she ends up speaking to him directly and he's like, yeah, I would never answer his phone calls. Apparently speaks to his uncle all the time. Uh-huh. This dude's dead. Has been for years. Right? Claim the auntie of his that she met, like actually had met, isn't even his auntie. It's his mum's best friend who they don't really fuck Fake with auntie. anyway. Right? Yeah. So this whole thing is a lie. Finds out that he's never lived in California. Right. Oh, this is this was the other trigger point. Sorry, I've just remembered. She was applying for a new job, and for whatever reason in America, on the job application, she had to give her social security number and his, like her husband's social security number. And she noticed that the social security number that he gave her was different to the one he'd given her on their marriage license. Oh. Right. So then she started digging, and she realized that the this social security number was not what will happen is will tell you where that person has lived like states Mm. kind of thing where it's been registered he never lived in california right he also claimed that he went to college in san diego she looked up their records or contacted them for their records never went to college there never went to school there right 
confronted him about it. He claims that his dad paid them off so that he wouldn't be on the record for some reason. But didn't he do like arena football or whatever? And that's what she said. She was like, as part of like whatever the legislate, like the rules are, yeah. you have to publicly you can't be, be named. private if right? <laughs> you're on a team. And he was like, I don't know. My dad just did it. Right. Um, yeah. Uncovers all this stuff. Turns out, yep, he's a felon, ex-felon, right? Multiple things against him, including impersonating a law enforcement officer, which was a huge stickler for her because at the time that they met and had been dating, Mm. she was working in law enforcement. She was like, just worked in the office, I think. His, His driver's license, his registered address on his driver's license was the cemetery that he took her to claiming that... His grandparents were buried, which they weren't even buried there. He worked there. Never worked at this condiment fucking company. Or, like, maybe he did ages ago, but he, like, worked on the floor. Never a VP, right? Was, like, a truck lift driver or whatever. Everything. Had no money to his name. Had another ex-wife. So, the family didn't even know about the more recent ex-wife. They knew about the one before, right? (laughs) It was... He had told his aunt or his family that they'd had the kid, they had a boy, and claimed was calling his aunt saying that he had to go, like, could he go live with, like, could him and his son come live with them because she's kicked them out or he's had to leave them or something. Just the most crazy web of lies. And now, so there's so much more that I've, like, forgotten, but that's, like, the main gist of the story, right? So she's posted this all over TikTok. People found who Legion is, right? I love that. I love when the people dig shit up, yeah. And so he then made his own TikTok account. Stunning. (laughs) And you'd think, like, you've been called out, right? Yeah. You would think that you would stop. He'd be, they'd be like, like, you would think that a logical person would be like, all right, you got me. I'm going to try bury myself in the sand now. You will never see me again. Man's first video. Day 16 of making my documentary series with Netflix to tell my side of the story. Everyone's commenting going, bro, Risa Teaser didn't start posting this until a week ago. What do you fucking mean day 16? Like, how is that even possible? Then he's showing, like, he posted a video of, like, no footage of him, just of the Netflix office that he did a tour of. People, like, did a search online and figured out that it was just gen- generic footage of the Singapore office. Just right? marketing content. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like, it's just the most wild shit. And people are calling him out on it in the comments and he's just ignoring it and he's just stuck to his guns. <laughs> Every day he is like just on on set shooting for my Netflix film. Like you guys wait, you'll hear my side of the story. So proud to be working with them. Look, this man is the mat like the the face of delusional. But like you know what, he's just gonna keep doing it. Like he yeah. is gonna get married to someone else. Well, hopefully because of how public this has gotten, it'll be someone older. I reckon. Yeah, maybe. Like people, like someone that doesn't have TikTok. <laughs> you should, if you do that, immediate prison. Yeah, like that's fucked. That is fucked up. Right. That is fucked up. That reminds me of um that podcast series, Sweet Bobby. Did you ever listen to that? No. So it was about this girl, and I think they're in the UK, maybe, and she's Indian. 
and she meets she gets this friend request from this guy who's like friends with one of her family members so there's like a connection there she's he's not a complete stranger and she accepts they end up talking they end up dating like online kind of because they haven't met in person because they live in separate yeah states or counties or whatever the fuck um but she does like kind of a vetting process she asks like her cousin or whatever like how do you know this person blah blah blah. and then it turns out like they'll have phone calls with each other but they won't Mm -hmm. ever do like facetime because there's always a reason Mm -hmm. there's always a reason reason, um and then she's out one night i think she's out somewhere in brighton in the uk and that's where he's from okay and she's at this bar and she sees him like across like at the bar like across the room and she goes up to him she's like oh my god like it's you like like what are the odds like this is crazy goes to hug him and he's like who the fuck are you i don't know who the fuck who are you and she's like what do you mean it's me like i'm your girlfriend like blah 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 (laughs) and he's like the fuck you are i have a wife and kids like i don't know who you get the fuck away from me and she is bamboozled she has no idea what's going on and anyway all this shit goes down turns out that her cousin stole the identity of this guy made a facebook profile and then made a profile of all of his family members and friends because all of his family and friends would like message her and contact her and be like oh it's so good that like Bobby settling down, blah, 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 like all of this stuff. It'll be so great to meet you and whatever. And like she'd be friends with all of them and like have chats with them. Like she would like talk to his sister when like he was in a bad mood or whatever to get reassurance. And like it was just this cousin this whole time. Who has the time? What the hell? Yeah, it's such a good podcast. Like you should listen. It's, Immediate jail. It's a fucking bananas. But yeah, it. It's crazy. And like the guy at Brighton, he had no idea that his identity was stolen. Dude, if I was that girl and I've just gone up to who I think is my boyfriend and Imagine. he says that to me, <laughs> add that to my list of reasons why I would off myself. Like witness protection program immediately. <laughs> I'd be calling, I'd be calling, I'd be Googling how to get into witness protection. Literally. That's not. But like also, how are you dating someone that you've never even been yeah. on FaceTime with? Yeah. It's yeah, it's not right. But like, she's like, oh, like you know, we just had this strong connection, and anyway, okay. But me with Harry Styles, <laughs> I just yeah, that's bananas. That's seven fucked. hour story. I just don't understand how people have the time and how they can keep up with the lies. Well, he yeah. can't clearly, but like, but he did. He did such a job. To, he never forgot enough like, to have three three women on separate occasions. Yeah, he never dropped the him. ball on his yeah. lies. He was always just feeding into it, that kind is of thing. Insane. And this man loved to print out. He always had a printout of everything. Oh, I love that. Loved it. Everyone was <laughs> love like, a binder. Every time she'd like mention a new printout, people in the comments would be like, "Yes, new <laughs> <The> printouts." <laughs> oh my days! Yep, crazy, right? This episode is really just about men being weasels. Yeah, that's this the is common, real life. That's the common theme of all of our stories today. Yeah, this is the least chaotic episode from our, our end. Because it's got a theme. It's yeah. got a theme. Um, let's end quickly on... We went to the movies last night. 
Mm-hmm. And we went and saw The Zone of Interest, mm-hmm. which is like this huge award-winning movie. Yeah, it's up yeah. for an Academy or a yeah. couple maybe. Um, yeah, like everyone's – it's huge at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to go see it. We took my parents. Mm-hmm. It's very much it. like an SBS film. Right, so – SBS in that it's artsy and there's subtitles. <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing, right? Uh, my thing for 2024 is not watching trailers because yep. that ruins it for yeah. me. The trailer for this didn't give anything away, though. Right. It really didn't. So one of the ladies at work knew quite a bit about this movie. Mm-hmm. And so she told me it's all about the audio. It's like a real mm-hmm. audio movie. Um, and she told me the ins and outs. So it's about – it follows – um, the guy who was the commander of Auschwitz. So Rudolf he oversaw. Hoss. Yeah, Auschwitz. Hoff. Hoss. Hoss. And he, it focuses on him and his family living next to Auschwitz. His wife's name is Hedwig. Correct. Do you reckon? Hoot, hoot. Do you reckon? Don't even worry. Um, <laughs> say it. It's just not even. Say it. I was going to say, do you think JK Rowling knew that? And that's where she got the name for Hedwig? Who's to say? No, Hedwig's nice. The owl, she's not. Yeah. The lady. Well, I mean, J.K. Rowling's got weird views on That's things. That's so true. Um, so you're like watching them, their family live their daily life. And it's like this beautiful house, like huge mm. property. Like they live this luxurious life. It's great. They literally share a wall with Auschwitz. Yeah. And so you can see like you never go into Auschwitz and you never see anything in Auschwitz. Mm-mm. But you can see like the rooftop sometimes you can see the chimneys in the background with the smoke coming out and you can hear everything everything that's happening in Auschwitz so it's meant to be really jarring and like this and juxtaposition between like this beautiful lifestyle of people who uh, you know I don't know like she's they're potentially gonna have to move away somewhere else and she like loses her mind she's like I'm not leaving this she's like I love it here I'm not leaving here versus you can also hear people dying in the background and it's supposed to be really unsettling and jarring and uncomfortable but the whole thing's in german yeah so it's subtitles yeah my parents didn't know that going into (laughs) this right my mum doesn't really watch anything that isn't a Mm rom-com right so we tell them that as we're sitting down and that's unsettling enough for Mm -hmm. them then the movie starts and it's a black blank black screen (laughs) For 10 minutes, roughly. I don't know. It felt yeah. like 10 minutes yeah. with just weird music. And my dad is dead ass sitting there. Look, we're back row, looking yeah. up at the projector. Yeah, he, he thinks something's wrong with the film. They're yeah. like, is this thing on? Like, is, yeah, is he this was, film rolling? I he don't was understand. <laughs> ready to speak to the manager yeah, to literally. be like, what is going on? He's um, about to restart the projector. Right. Um, in short, my parents hated the movie. Yeah, And right. I've lost picking movie rights. <laughs> I, I really liked it, but I... I like it for what it is and I went yeah. in knowing what it was going to be. Yeah. I feel bad because partially my fault because I drew your attention to no, it. I was like, the dry two's out, but so is this movie. We need to see the dry two. Yeah. Coco, cut it out. Dude. And it's very much up your World War Two history era alley. No. Coco, stop. Down, please. Um, yeah. When it finished, I had so many questions about the stylistic choices that were made in the film. Yeah. And that's what made me not like, I don't want to say I didn't appreciate it, but like not, and I don't want to say I didn't enjoy it either because it's a film about Auschwitz. But it's so different to what we normally yeah. watch. I feel like As it's fine for you to be like, I don't enjoy it. exclusively watches reality TV, horrible histories and the Simpsons. This is way left of field for me. Slots right in. But 
After sitting with my feelings and my thoughts for a while, I gave it four stars on Letterboxd mm-hmm. because it was so jarring and it was like very well done yeah. for the movie that it was. Mm-hmm. And just I feel like there were a lot of bits where it's like if you blink, you'll miss it. Yeah. And like there was a part where she's like Hedwig is showing her mum around the property and she's showing the wall that they share with Auschwitz and she says, oh, we've got vines here and that's going to cover it up. Yeah. And it's just like, and yeah. you can hear gunshots and people screaming in the background and you're just like. Yeah, like how do you oh, act so nonchalant? My days. And she's like laughing while like the chimneys are blowing up fire. and Yeah, she's cracking jokes about what's happening in Auschwitz. Oh, my. Hoss goes to this party so he's he's had to go away like he gets reassigned somewhere else Mm. and his family gets to stay where they are and he goes to this party and he rings Hedwig after the party and she was she was like how was the party he was like all I could think about was how I would gas everyone in this room but it would be quite difficult because the ceilings are quite high like what crazy and she just rubbed she just brushed it off she's like oh I'm so tired I need to go to bed yeah like, what in the world is going on? So bizarre. I, after watching that movie, when I got home, mm. I felt like I could hear everything you more than I could You're aware of your surroundings. Because yeah. you're focused, like, you're yeah. straining your hearing mm. because it's such a pivotal part of the film. Mm. I honestly thought I was hearing shit like seven <laughs> neighborhoods away. I was like, this movie has changed me. You've got dog hearing. Yeah, right? Everything was just, it hit different. What would you rate it out of five? I gave it three and a half. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. There you go. That's it. A lot of recommendations. So, a lot of things. In summary, I want to tell you, okay. I checked my phone just before. <laughs> oh no tomorrow's benchmarks in pilates what do you mean benchmark oh no <laughs> i'm on a roller i want a bike no <laughs> i'm not doing it that's not fair Wait. it's not Wait. fair because i'm not doing the challenge tomorrow is day one of your 30-day commitment to yourself benchmark day my benchmark is leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> nah, that's just pissed me off. And what's the bet tomorrow's the day that my period comes? Yeah, probably. If I get my period tomorrow, I'm cancelling. I'm not going. No. I am not doing it on a rower. <laughs> there might be, like, but that some might pop up, though. They better find me a bike. <laughs> oh, well... I feel like this has been a really long episode. <gasps> There's a bike free. Change it right now. Right now. Fa- <laughs> we have to. Okay, guys. Episode ends. <laughs> Love you.